Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show is brought to you by BodyShot Performance. They use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshotperformance.com. And now here's your host, Leanne Spencer. Hey, how are you doing? This is part two of my episode about the blueprint for good health and well-being. Last week, as you'll know, hopefully you've listened to that episode, but if you haven't, go back, give it a listen. I talk a little bit about the reasons why I have this blueprint in the first place. Strength, health, mood, energy. And I talk about what the blueprint means to me. It provides structure, it provides accountability, it provides routine, it provides variety. What I want to drill down in this episode is exactly what I do, what that blueprint comprises. So let's get going. Uh, I talked at the end of last week's episode about the five sessions a week that I do. So I'll outline them to you right now. Kung Fu, um, great for, you know, I love the, the art of fighting, although I have much to learn about it. I love the fact that it's introduced a new skill that I'm trying to learn a little more about, which is the kicking element of Kung Fu. Uh, I like the fact that it's it's going back to some of my boxing skills as well. And I'm learning. I'm learning a lot with Kung Fu. And like with any fighting discipline, it's um, it's really quite tricky because you've got so many things to think about. And that's why it's great as well. For cognitive performance, it's really good because you are thinking about throwing shots. You're thinking about kicks. You're thinking about throwing that kick quickly so your foot doesn't get caught and you don't get thrown to the ground. You're thinking about blocking. You're thinking about pivoting and moving and footwork. So it's uh, at my age, 46, it's a fantastic thing to really start doing. As you get older, you're going to to need to to exercise both the brain and the body. All the science tells us that that is one of the keys to longevity. So that's one of the reasons why I like Kung Fu. It's also new to me. And I think it's really important to bring variety. I think it's one of the most underappreciated aspects of well-being. But also just just to continually be throwing new stuff at yourself, especially when it's a combat sport. Um, there's something deeply uncomfortable about having someone aim at your face. And if you do it enough, you can overcome that. I've had a boxing fight. I know what that's all about. I've done rounds and rounds and rounds of sparring leading up to that and afterwards. But uh, it, it's, it, it takes a lot of getting used to. And I think that's quite good as well. It's getting your discomfort zone and just get used to someone throwing shots near or at your head and you having to avoid them. So that's Kung Fu, boxing and strength. So I'll do a boxing session with the, um, the it's a, a torso, which you can essentially aim at like a punch bag. And then I'll do a little bit of strength with the kettlebell or the barbells or something. And that provides me with some practice on the boxing, but a really great cardiovascular workout. And then I put a bit of strength on top of that as well. Once my body's warmed up with the boxing, probably just three rounds of boxing and 10 to 15 minutes of strength. Um, I'll also do a Peloton ride. A Peloton is a connected fitness bike, for those of you who don't know about it. Uh, it's an amazing bit of kit, and you've got an instructor live or, or recorded talking you through a workout. And sometimes you may be riding with tens of thousands of other riders all over the globe. Um, and I'll always do a 15-minute Tabata, 15-minute hit session. Not a huge amount of difference between the two, except the length of the intervals. And then I'll twin that with a little bit of strength as well. So it's another cardio followed by strength session. And the one I do want to talk a bit more about, which I love, I have mentioned on the pod before, is animal flow. Um, And the reason I do the the animal flow is it's a great combination of cardiovascular to a point, but more strength uh, sessions. But there is some strength endurance in there as well. So 
A great way, well, arguably a great way to describe it is a combination of yoga and uh, body, and um, break dancing. Sorry, a combination of the two. Now, it's I mean, done well. It's incredible to watch. You know, if somebody's very light on their feet, um, it, it can be a thing of beauty watching it. But we've spent quite a long time on this, figuring it out. And um, it's it's have a look at it. It's animalflow.com. It's a great combination of, of body weight and endurance. So we do that once or twice a week. And it's a, a fantastic workout that also provides a bit of stretching, a bit of mobility as well, both in terms of the warm up, the cool down, but also some of the movements involve you stretching. So uh, that provides a good variety from a physical fitness point of view. And then I'll do a Peloton for fun ride, so something like a music ride or something of that sort. So you can see from there, there's a lot of variety in there. Now, you may not have access to a Peloton bike. You may not have a Kung Fu coach. But think about, as I said at the end of last week's episode, think about the variety that you can bring in. And does it serve your goals? Minor to have variety, but also to make sure I've got the strength in there to future-proof my body, keep my mind strong with Kung Fu, lots to think about in that, and animal flow. And then some of it's just about having a bit of fun, particularly the Peloton fun ride. So to the rest of the blueprint, I'll then think about recovery. That's the effort. That's the load. I'll think about recovery. Now, we've got an infrared sauna in the garden. So I'll go in that and do three 15 to 20 minute sessions uh, in the infrared sauna. Great for detoxifying the body. There's a lot going on with heat shock proteins as well. And there are tons and tons of great science about the benefits of sauna for not just uh, health, immediate health, but for longevity as well. So it's another kind of future-proofing thing that I'm doing. And I quite like the idea of, um, of sweating. Um, some of what it does to the heart mimics exercise. So it's a kind of a workout without having to work out in a way. Uh, it can be quite tough staying in there. So you're really honing your discomfort zone uh, skills by sitting in the sauna, particularly in summer. I'll also do daily meditation for recovery. So either five minutes in the morning, five in the evening, or sometimes just five minutes a day. So it's not a deep, uh, long period of meditation, but I find it makes me more relaxed, uh, less reactive. Um, and, and I just enjoy dropping out for five minutes. So that's a pretty key part of, of my recovery. Bolted onto that is probably the most important part of recovery, which is sleep. Now, we know that we sleep for lots of different reasons. Part of it is that it helps to sort and consolidate learning and memory. Part of it helps to regulate appetite. Part of it involves flushing the brain out. Um, what we know now is that we can get a buildup of what are called um, beta amyloid plaques in the brain. And this buildup of plaque can contribute to Alzheimer's disease. And when we sleep, we flush out the brain and we can flush out those plaques. So it's another huge tick in the box for good quality sleep. But Apart from that, you know, I've talked about those five workout sessions that I do a week. The benefit of those sessions, all of them, comes or is derived in good quality sleep. So the human growth hormone, which um, enables basically our muscles to grow, that's produced at night. It's produced when we're in deep, uh, good, good quality restorative sleep. So it's seven hours is my minimum. This morning I've got seven. I woke up to seven hours and eight minutes. That's fine. You know, I'm going to be okay on that. Seven hours and 58 minutes would have been even better, but wasn't to be. So sleep is something I prioritise hugely. I got ribbed the other day by a friend for always asking questions that she said, I know you're thinking about when you can get to bed and how much sleep you can get. Yeah, pretty much bang on. Um, so seven hours, at least seven to eight hours of good quality sleep is the, the minimum for me. I'll then look at supplementation. So I simply take a multivitamin, 
a good quality multivitamin and I'll take krill oil. Um, and krill oil is, is to provide the omega-3s, which are really important as well for brain health. And some recent science discovered that women who supplement with fish or krill oil have a reduced risk of cognitive decline in older age. So that's definitely something that I, I include. And the multivitamin, I, I'm blanking now on the brand of multivitamin that I take, um, but I will put a link to it in the show notes. Um, so you can check that out. But of course, before you supplement, talk to a nutritional therapist, talk to your doctor. There are contraindications with certain things and supplementation. So that's just what I do to supplement what is a very good diet. And then the last thing I'll talk about with this blueprint is the idea of heartfulness. And that is that it's of equal importance to my recovery and my well-being to focus on things that are not to do with me. So, for example, I'll fundraise for Alzheimer's research. We did a fundraising exercise very recently. I donate my time, volunteer my time to a charity called Diversity Well Models. And we go into schools and talk about the effects of homophobic, biphobic and transphobic bullying on kids. And we address classrooms, up to five classrooms a day. I also practice a form of heartfulness, which is all about me, which is making sure I do things that I love. Reconnecting with old hobbies and passions, for example. Um, guitar, something I've picked up again recently, as I've spoken about before. That's also really important for heartfulness. So one part of it is really reconnecting with you and what you're interested in. And the other is about connecting to something bigger than you that takes you out of self. Um, so that, that is a, perhaps an unexpected aspect of uh, my health blueprint. But nonetheless, I think a very important one. And of course, sprinkled across that is that I'm willing to adapt all of that when I need to. I make sure there's variety in there. I make sure I do all those things with intention so I don't sleepwalk through them. And I make sure that they do relate to my goals. And I, I check in on that every few months. So that's it. I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Get in touch with us via all the usual ways on social media and so on. Share this episode with anyone you think would benefit from hearing from it, of course. And um, think about how this applies to you. I gave you some takeaways at the end of the last episode, which I think still apply to this one. Um, but I could give you three other questions, which are you willing to adapt your schedule? Is there enough recovery in what you do? And is there intention behind it? Is it goal centric? I think I think three interesting things to take away and consider. So that's it from me. All the very best for now. Stay healthy and I'll talk to you next week. To find out more about what Leanne and the team at Body Shop Performance do for companies, head over to www.bodyshopperformance.com. While you're there, why not take our Wellbeing at Work scorecard and find out how your business measures up in four key areas of well-being. Well-being strategy and aspirations, well-being resources and training, energy and motivation, leadership and values. Thanks for listening and see you next week.